0: folks, we're sponsored today by Harvest. Harvest is a beautiful business tool for tracking time, invoicing, and generating reports, and all that stuff. I use it. I've used it for years as a freelancer, as a solo, one-man kind of shop. And I have a lot of friends who've used it who are part of small teams, and I know large teams who use it. And it's one of the things that I, I would not part with easily. I would give up most of the monthly services that I subscribe to for my business before I would quit this one. And I've said before, the reason I love it so much is that it's really, really beautiful. Seriously, if you care about good design, good UX, then you're going to love harvest because harvest makes my invoices look great and it makes reports easy to understand and easily digestible. And it makes time tracking amazingly simple and just as beautiful as the invoicing. It's a complete system. They integrate with tons of other services. I can send invoices and receive payments via PayPal or Stripe or check or however I want and the time tracking and the reporting are great tools that integrate with my accounting software and other things that I use to just make my life easier. So go to getharvest.com, check them out, sign up. The first month is already free and when it comes time for your second month you can use the promo code TGM at checkout and get 50% off. So go to getharvest.com and start your free trial today. We're also sponsored by Hover, Hover is the best way to buy and manage domain names. I also love Hover because it is beautifully designed. It's got a great UI and it's an easy to use system. So all of of us who are in this online business space register domain names. I don't know anyone who does not register domain names and Hover makes it simple and easy. And I've said it a hundred times already, but they have a phone number. They have an actual phone number you can call and speak to someone if you have any questions or should you run into a problem, no hold times, and they'll they'll even transfer your domains for you. Well, if you've got a bunch of domains registered at some other places that we're not gonna name, but you all know who I'm talking about, that are more of a pain to use, you can switch to Hover and they'll move your domains for you so you don't even have to deal with any of that. So go to hover.com, check them out, and if it's your first time using Hover, you can get 10% off your order, by using the promo code TGM. All right, let's do the show. What's up, folks? Welcome to The Gently Mad. I'm Adam Clark. Thanks for listening. This is episode 45, and it is 4 o'clock in the morning. I guess I should give you an update on this morning routine thing. I I don't know how it's going. I, uh, I don't even know. All I know is that it's 4 o'clock in the morning. I went to bed at 9.30 last night. Like I'm fucking 65. And I woke up at 3.30. Just awake. Wide awake. And I haven't even had coffee yet. And I feel alert. I feel ready to tackle the day. As it were. And I realized what's happened. I'm old. It's happened. I always wondered what happens to a person between their 20s and their 70s when they just something switches and they go to bed early as balls and they get up early as balls. And like they, they it's like, can't you sleep? You know, you don't like sleeping in anymore. Like my parents, my dad, he, he just couldn't. We woke up every morning. Before the sun was even up and it wasn't even, you didn't even need an alarm. It just happened. It's like an age thing. And it's finally, maybe this is it. Maybe at 35, it's it's, it's happened. I'm old. Now I'm going to start going to bed early, start waking up early for no reason and just be awake. Don't even need coffee anymore. Or maybe this is just an off day. And I guess I could say that, uh, you know, I'm not complaining really. I mean it's uh it's nice, it's quiet, it's still dark outside, pitch black actually. I can't see a thing out my window. Everyone's asleep in the house, except for the cat. cat's awake' cause I'm awake, so I don't know i I don't know I don't know how I feel about this. It's weird, it's weird. No one should be up right now. Everyone should be asleep. I should be asleep, and no one in their right mind should be going to bed at nine thirty p m That's what feels weird about this. You know, I've known for like 5 years now that I'm getting old because my body's falling apart. That started happening like the day I turned 30. But uh, this is this is surreal. This is this is like the real thing. Like this is when you're I'm really getting old. It's like it's it's serious, guys. Damn it. I just pounded my desk. I don't know how that <clears throat> I don't know if that came through or not. But this is serious. This is a corner that I did not expect to turn for another 25 years at least. Oh, well. At least this is happening when my, my daughter is, what, she's seven years old now, my oldest daughter. So I've got a good five years here to make the transition to being as uncool as possible by the time she's a teenager. Like I guess that would be six years. Not so good at the math stuff. Stay in school, kids. Seriously. You know, do your homework and all that shit. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I wanted to talk about, obviously, uh, asking and acting and how I do a lot of the former and not much of the latter. I talked about this last week a little bit. Last Friday, I talked about how not to launch a product, how not to do something, and 10 things I wish I'd done differently. And one of them was get less advice. And I've been thinking about that lately. I've had a few conversations with friends over the last week. And it's weird how well, not weird, but when when someone asks you a question that is very much like or you you observe okay, let's start over it's early, okay, it's early um, when you observe in someone behavior that you know you do yourself, that you know is something that you are guilty of, it's so easy to spot that and point it out and offer suggestions but it's a lot harder to you know kind of take that advice yourself sort of preach to yourself as it were and this whole asking for advice thing i think it's actually a fairly common thing for entrepreneurs it's just part of the part of the psyche i guess and it's a really sneaky thing because it seems like a smart move right ask advice research preparation preparing for something, all of that seems like a great thing to do. And it seems like it's something that a smart person would do rather than just jump blindly into something. It it obviously is a smart thing to do up to a point, but you you cross a line where it just becomes another form of the resistance, as Stephen Pressfield would say, another way of procrastinating, another way of avoiding the work. Because most of the time, once you reach sort of an MVP, a minimum viable how about MVR, Minimum Viable Research? <laughs> Once you've achieved MVR, everything you learn after that has diminishing value to you. And it just keeps you from actually pulling the trigger on something and doing it. So it's a really sneaky thing because you, in, a, in a way it, it masquerades as a humble thing to do, to get advice, to research, to not assume you have all the answers and you want to prepare well and all that sounds really great. But it's not great because you're just avoiding doing the thing you know you need to do. I spent this whole week doing that. You know, I've spent three months making this course, this podcasting course. And I released it, sort of a beta launch to the people who pre-ordered. I still have a few things left to finish. I've got about a week's worth of work left to do on the course. And then I could start selling it. But you want to know what I've done all week? I've been trying to think of new businesses, new income streams that I could build because I need money. And, and so I immediately go into, how do I get money mode? When it seems like it would be so obvious, right? Why not just start selling the damn course I just spent the last three months making? But I'm afraid to. There's part of me that feels like it's not that good. It sucks. And so I'm not really going to be able to sell this thing. And so I start calling up people, asking for advice and input on what should I do? Should I do this thing? Should I build that business? What if I built this kind of business over here? What if I did this thing? You know, maybe I could, you know, I've learned a lot about um, freelancing and client work in the last six years of doing it. Maybe I could do some sort of service business in the podcasting arena. And I go through all these ideas and I email everyone. My my circle of advisory people, people ask for advice, ask if they had time for a call, get input on, you know, hey, do you got a minute? I just want to get some input on an idea or whatever. When I know what I need to do, I already know what I need to do. I need to sell this course. All these people that I taught would, would ask this to, they know that's what I need to do. They've already told me to do that many times in the past three months, four months, but I keep asking anyway and if you you know if you're in that situation where maybe there's something you want to do but you're not sure and you've been asking for advice you know there's a couple couple questions here there's a couple questions or, or ways of thinking about this the first one is think about what is the real issue you're struggling with what's the re- what's the real reason that you're struggling to make this decision to make this leap to Choose to just do it. What is the risk of just doing what you're thinking about? Is it a huge risk of time and investment and money, or is it that you're just personally insecure about it? Because if it's the latter, then you've got nothing to lose and you should just do it. If it's the former, then maybe you do need to do some more thinking about it, or maybe a little bit more research. I don't know, but I think most of the time it's the latter. Because if you're an entrepreneur, you know what you're doing. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, I mean, we all have experience in different things. And I think there's just this kind of serial advice seeking that is just nothing more than procrastination and self-doubt, letting our self-doubt win, basically. The second thing you can do, this has been helpful to me. Some friends have said, you know, Adam, right now in this moment, there's a gun to your head. You have to choose. Pick one right now. Pick it. And, and And like they forced me to just pick something. And that was a good thing because it it forced me to kind of just go with my gut and say, okay, if I had to decide right now, I would choose X or I would go right. And that's my answer. That's what I should do and stop thinking about it because that's not going to get me anywhere. There's uh, Seth Godin is famous for talking about how the people who fail the most win and I always thought, oh, that's nice, Seth. That sounds that sounds nice. It's it's, it's a it's a nice platitude, but mostly bullshit. Was what I thought. And then I recently heard him explain what he meant by that. And like most of his stuff, it comes from Zig Ziglar. And the idea behind it is that successful people know that they're gonna make a lot of bad decisions and they're gonna fail a lot of times in between the successes. It's like throwing darts at a dartboard. The more you throw, the more you, cha- the more you have a chance of hitting the bullseye. And so the more you fail, the more decisions you make. If, if, if you make 10 good decisions out of every 100, then the goal should be getting up and making as many decisions as possible and getting through all the bad ones so you can start getting to the good ones. And that's what he means by the people who fail the most win. The point is if you're making a lot of decisions... That's a good thing You're moving You're doing something And you're going to have A much higher chance Of succeeding Over someone Who's not doing anything Who's still researching Who's still questioning Who's trying to figure out A way to avoid The 90 bad decisions They have to make Before they can Make the 10 good ones And that's what I spend Most of my professional life Doing Trying to figure out How to avoid those failures And just have the successes But I don't I, I seriously don't think It works that way I think you gotta have one before you can get the other. Maybe not. Maybe you can, maybe there's some amount of luck here, and some people just hit the bullseye with the first dart. But I don't think that's very common. And I think most of us fall into this kind of thing. So that's what I've been thinking about over the last day or so. Maybe that's why I woke up so fucking early. The stuff is on my mind, and I needed to get it out there to the TGM masses. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this. But if you're in the middle of that situation and trying to figure out what to do, don't overprepare. Stop asking and start acting. Seriously, just do it. A gun is to your head. Make a decision. And know that if you make a decision and it's the wrong one, well then great, you've eliminated one thing. Make another decision and keep doing that until you get to the right thing. I think that's the greatest shortcut there is. You want a shortcut to get to the end of the race? Then just start running. Start fucking running. And you'll get there. While everyone else is still thinking about the best shortcut to take. All right? Okay. Hope you have a good Friday. Good weekend. I'm going to do some contemplating. Uh, Just preparation. Maybe I need to start making preparations. I I don't know what to do when uh, one nears the end Of one's earthly existence. Uh, But something is happening. Something's going on. This is not normal. All right. This is not normal for a 35 year old. Maybe it's a sign of some sort. Gosh, I hate getting old. I've never really thought about it before, but it's happening, folks. And I'm all weirded out by it. All right. Well, wasted enough of your time for the day. So, as I said, thank you very much for listening. If you like this show, and want to support this show, then go to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. I would appreciate that. Tell a friend about the show. And if you want to support the show financially, you can do that as well by going to avclark.com support. I'm really grateful to those of you who are already doing that. And I, I still appreciate the emails. If you want to talk, hit me up at adam at avclark.com. I don't know if I can help you, but I will try my best. I'm old now. I have elderly wisdom now to share. I assume that comes along with the going to bed early and getting up early, and it's not—it's not just getting up early. It's getting up early for a good fucking reason. Why am I awake at three thirty in the morning? I shouldn't be. All right, I, I don't—I don't. I need to get back on that. We've already—I've already done that. We've already talked about that. So, if you're actually one of the people who are interested in podcasting, I've had a number of people tell me that. I never talk about my course on this show and I think maybe they just don't listen to the show (laughs) because I have some people tell me it's all I talk about is self-promotional stuff. But uh, if you're interested in that sort of thing, then go to irresistiblepodcasting.com. You can sign up, be notified when I do make the course officially for sale, which will be soon here in the next week or two. So check that out. And as I said, have a good weekend I'm sort of just an old guy with a big tongue. That's I'm just a big old tongue old man. That's all that is. Um, that's sort of, how many words am I at?